This is not the Morning Reboot Podcast Edition. It's just something else. There's no name. Just thank you for listening to it. Um, good morning, or whenever you're listening to this, it's Eric. And I am so delighted to hear the enthusiastic, jovial voice of my good friend, Floyd. And, Al- here. and Alex, <laughs> now with three X's. Because that's so unlike your personality. Um, good morning, everybody. Good Hi. morning. What loud sound does an X make? Is it a shoot? What? What sound does an X make? No one really knows. It an just X? says X, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like no one really knows. Like we're all old adults. No one knows what sound an X makes. Like it's like shoot. We uh we really couldn't start this this podcast um in in any better way than with the, the most inane random question like that and, and and it is really good to hear your voice like I was I know like it was Labor Day and there's been a lot of shit going on here obviously um and if you're new to the podcast this is PG eighteen so there will, <laughs> there will be cursing there will be uh some some things that we didn't do on the show like topic wise so welcome in it's pj pg 18 but i was counting the days and i'm like shit cuz floyd you were off you were, you were we missed last thursday and friday to uh, make sure selena gomez got a proper welcome but it's been 8 days word Ugh. i hope yeah. you had a nice time off I missed you. So I was I was still working. He was it working, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't fun. Um so some before we get to the Braylon stuff, and Alex, I know you wanted to throw out a theory, uh, and now that's changed since they found his body in the pool. We'll we'll get to that. Um the, the grim story that many of us are following. Floyd, two things. Uh wh- well, three things. What's been going on? Tonight's uh Pride Night at the Sundance Kid, and are you doing this BG thing? You are, right? I'm doing BG, and then there's Pride at the Drive-In, um, and we're going to celebrate the cancellation of the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> Which is more important than both those things. No offense, Bowling Green and Toledo Pride. Thank <laughs> you, 2020. So, <laughs> one positive thing happened in 2020. It was the cancellation of the Kardashians. I've ne- I've never watched a single show, but I have never been somebody who criticized anybody who loved it. I mean, we all need mindless entertainment. In fact, you know, in a lot of ways, we're we're mindless entertainment. It's not about the people, it's about the the cast members. No, can I just <clears throat> wait, can I just whole- share? I hit my mindless entertainment cap yesterday, and I'll share later. You guys continue, and then and then remind me to tell you what I watched. We it can was co- awful. We can come back with that, but yeah. I, there's like two kinds of people: people who are who are upset, but they've they've had 20 seasons of the show and they're they're good with it. And then the people like Floyd, like you hate the show and you've never watched an episode like me, right? I've never, and I I I, <laughs> I became that person on Twitter. I trolled Chris Jenner because like she posted a picture. <laughs> she did. She posted a picture of season one, and I circled Caitlyn and. Kylie, I said, who are these people? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I got like 2,000 likes. Who are these people? I don't know them. That so- looks like Bruce. I know Caitlyn. And that don't even look like Kylie anymore, so I don't know who these two people are. Yeah, Bru- Bruce. I always felt dirty. Every time I say Bruce, I just feel dirty because like, I, like, you respecting pronouns and like, 
she is Caitlyn. And, like, we, I think her living as Bruce wasn't her authentic self. So, like, now, like, when I see a picture of her as who she was, I'm just like, ooh, Chris Jenner, that's shady. I don't care if it's season one. You can at least put a wig on him, her. So yeah, he's still messing it up because like it's so crazy to think because like when he was in, when she was introduced to us. Sorry, I'm about to get so much mail, but whatever. I'm allowed. I'm part of the alphabet people. Um, when she was introduced to her, we gotta keep in mind like it was she was a he, the all American hero, Bruce Jenner on the Wheaties box triathlon. First go Mellis to do like the triathlon or whatever he wanted. In. But then, like, the transition happened. It was just like, it was just like, oh, let's be respectful of Caitlyn. So when she shared that, I was like, who is she? And then, like, down the line, I go, also, who is she? I was like, yeah, I'm trolling Chris Jenner because you know me. I'm just like, I don't even know why you guys are popular. I know why you guys are popular, but it's fine. Floyd, to your point with that picture, Bruce Caitlyn arguably underwent the least, uh, visual transformation of anybody right. on that show. Uh-huh. Right. Um, I was like, because, you know, Kylie had changed her whole race and her whole face. Like, I was like, okay. <laughs> Not her race. No. Yes, girl. No, and no. and <laughs> Chloe has basically been a, a chameleon. Like, when we were growing up, there was always the jokes about Oprah's weight. And every time you'd see her publicly, she'd be a different size. And, and you know, that's been Chloe in a lot of different ways. And then there was, of course... The Lamar Odom story, but on on the show there was one person that played the role of of us. And uh, let me give you. I saw this tweet yesterday, and I, again, I knew that he did this. I never watched the show, but I always appreciated all of this. It's hard to believe that Mint Mobile has gone so long without oh, an. Un- no, this. You know, you should really take it slow. Didn't you get married both times after a couple of months? Yeah. I want a flat ass now. You guys lose your butts. We may all lose our money. I don't even think she knows what gluten is. I don't. Do you? No. Does anybody? She needs us right now. I think an email would be sufficient. <laughs> Scott, your whole ass is out. I'm finally a Kardashian. My butt doesn't fit. <laughs> oh, well, obviously. How old are you? 17. What do you look like? 25. I feel like someone sent us a free yoga membership. Thank God you would have never been able to afford it. Rob hasn't come out of the house in three or four years. Then he knocked up his girlfriend after two weeks of knowing her. So if you think you got it rough, just take a look at us. So <laughs> Scott played the snarky. We love Scott. Yeah, Scott, I, really Scott, Scott, I Scott, loved his transformation too. He delivered all the snark that we would sit at home well, or that we would think and read about. And you're you're right. Like he he grew into a better person and obviously him and Courtney had their issues and, but they always seemed to co-parent well. And he made some, some questionable relationship and dating decisions, but like in the scheme of things that could be really awful, none of them were that like, there was no hitting, there was no violence or anything like that. And, and thanks to him for playing the role of us and what we thought on that show. And that was a, <laughs> that was a great highlight reel. That was fantastic. Oh, God. he might be one of the best parts of the show. Floyd, let me give you, uh, let me let me give you this since uh, you you heard it, and let me finish it out. Why isn't it playing? There we go. It's hard to believe that Mint Mobile has gone so long without an unlimited plan. So to introduce it, we brought in an actor we've all gone too long without, Rick Moranis. So what do you want me to do? You want me to say something about Mint? Uh, no, that would have been smart. But uh, no, it's thirty dollars. It's unlimited. It'll do just fine. Sounds good. I really got to get a phone. So why am I here? 
I'm just a huge fan. Oh, stop it. Come on, no, stop it. Seriously. Massive. That's it? That's it. See ya. Hi, Rick Moranis. Uh, so Ryan Reynolds doing a commercial brought back Rick Moranis, who many, including myself, could have questioned if he was still alive or not doing some secret cancer battle for a, a phone company that will probably only be sold in like corners of uh, sketchy neighborhoods. But uh, Rick Rick Moranis is alive. I love Rick Moranis. What was so your- that was an awkward commercial, though. You don't yeah. think so? I felt it like it was pretty awkward. I think it was supposed to be awkward because, like, he doesn't really like Hollywood. Yeah. Because oh. his wife died, like, in a very, oh. like, public, tragic way. And, like, that's why he... Listen, I'm your Rick Moranis Wikipedia. I was... He was, like, my favorite actor growing up. Like, I loved him in Honey, I Struck the Kids. <laughs> little Shop of Horrors. Like, he's, like, everything. But, like, eh... I don't even know what Mint Mobile is. I'm like, right. this is stupid. Right. Um, <laughs> I was like, what is this? It's it's a phone service uh, on on some sketchy corner neighborhoods that we'll we'll actually talk about in a serious way later on. Um, do you think he knew what he was going into? Because if there was anybody, it would be Ryan Reynolds who would kind of trick Rick Moranis um, into appearing into something like that, which he kind of voiced at the end of that. I mean. I, if there's anybody that would do that, it would be Ryan Reynolds. But I'm sure Rick Moranis knew what he was getting into. Yeah, I feel like he probably did. Well, I mean, like, he's an actor. So, like, they're probably playing on that. That he yeah. left Hollywood and was just like, you, out of all the things you brought me out of retirement for. Yeah. Was this fucking mobile commercial? I, can, I, then, can I Can I? Can I also, go ahead. Oh, no, you're done. I'm done. I just, I'm just, I mean, the commercial I, was 30 seconds. So I was just like, oh, that's cute. And then I kept scrolling. It's a porn. <laughs> I have I have learned over time as the girl on the podcast today. I am strangely and largely attracted to Ryan Reynolds. I really I don't think I've ever admitted that out loud. I love Ryan. Well, that, Reynolds. That's just kind of understood for any woman, though. I, is I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't hear all these women like, "Oh my God, Ryan Reynolds." What you know? I don't. I do not. I think and, yeah, he's <laughs> definitely not on like the top five list of people. But for me, he's like top three. I think he's creeped up like silently up into top three to where I'm like, "Oh, just he could get it." From the very first time I saw him in Blade, the third one, Floyd, <laughs> he played like I- he played himself and. He was chained up and, and topless and his hip bones were popping out. Like mm. if if there was that's the first time any gay gene I have activated itself. Um and that was that was almost like twenty years ago now. He so. does nothing for me. Oh, see, he does everything for me. I tingle on the inside. Hey Ryan Reynolds. Gross. Thomas isn't here, I can say it. I do think that there was something in that commercial that they didn't tell Rick Moranis to keep it genuine because again, that's that's what Ryan Reynolds would do like maybe they told him that it was going to be a McDonald's commercial or a promo for a new Ryan Reynolds movie, and again, it was a commercial for what Floyd? Oh, uh, Mint Mobile with ghetto phones. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that ghetto phone. Um, Alex, what was uh, what was your mindless entertainment? Oh God! So I was I turned on Netflix to just watched some television before Thomas got home and we watched Lovecraft and 
there's some show about organizing. There's literally women who make a business out of going oh to rich God. people's homes to organize their shit. I know what you're talking and, They were on Entertainment Tonight the other day. Ugh, for, not only are they annoying as hell and like, ooh, like super perky and just, oh my God, oh, oh, and we can put this here and this here and this here. They went to Khloe Kardashian's house. So that's why I thought about it. And I, I lost brain cells watching it. And I don't, I mean, normally <laughs> I enjoy stuff like that. Like I do watch, I do watch, you know, shows like, like that and enjoy it. But they redid her garage, I guess, organized all of her like overflow in her garage and True's little cars. And they thought they did like, I literally saw the end result and I said, I don't really see a fucking difference other than the fact that you put some tape on the floor and called it a parking lot for True's cars. And they're all like, oh my God, do you love? Oh my God, I love. Oh, did you eat lunch? Yeah, we ate lunch. Of course we did. It, it was just like, ugh. I can't and they were discovered on Instagram. Just even like make you more mad. So <laughs> to, just to make you more mad. So Reese Witherspoon was literally just scrolling on Instagram and her daughter accidentally liked the post. Because uh-huh. her daughter, well, who, who's 21 now, but she wasn't allowed to have like social media. But like her daughter accidentally liked the post. And when you like something, it just keeps like showing up. That's yeah. the only reason why they got discovered. And Reese Witherspoon dropped in their DMs. And See, created and created the show for them. I just I and she has an episode too. I saw and I just can't watch it. it. Once I saw, I was just curious how the Chloe stuff went, so I watched a little bit of it. I didn't, and that was the first segment of the show. I didn't even make it to the second. Like I just <laughs> could not. I could not get past it, and I don't normally do that. Like I really like Selling Sunset. I watched all of that in like a weekend. That was cool, but. Um, the what's stuff? the name of What's the name of the show again? Uh, I don't know the the organization <laughs> show. I don't know. Let me find. It's out. pretty much Marie Kondo for rich with American white ladies. Alex, to wash this awful taste out of your mouth, uh, I mean, it, it clearly upset you a little bit. So you should have immediately turned on Fox News to get another kind of anger. Alex, did we lose her? Probably. Tis the season. Yeah, she vanished. Because <laughs> uh, mine, mine cut off on me, too. I was like, uh, and okay, that's th- me. Thank God that you you are the entertainment tonight, Maven, to fill in the blanks of this this wretched show. Well, yeah. even, their inter- even their interview was annoying. Like, it was just like, it was like, the Alex's um, represent, um, impersonation of them was very accurate. Like, um, <laughs> Michelle Turner was just like, how did you guys stumble upon this? Like trying to, you can tell like, been there, done that. I know. Like mm-hmm. when you try to have to make an interview entertaining, it was kind of like they sat in the boardroom of entertainment tonight. It was like, Michelle, you're the co-host. You're like second rank next to Kevin Frazier. We're going to interview these two ladies who do organization. And then I'm sure she was just like, didn't we already do that with Marie Kondo or however you say her name? So like, she, like honestly, they were interviewing her. They're like, we just got bored one day and I got tired of stepping on my son's Legos. So I was like, we should put all the, all of them in the bed. Oh my God. And then when I was picking them up off the floor, I called my girlfriend and was like, we should separate them by color. And oh. it just started from there. And I was just like, that that's not a skill. That's called being a mother. That's called yeah. being a parent. You know what May I mean? That's like, I'm, I'm tired of stepping on these G-darn Legos. So we're going to buy Ziploc bins and separate them. Like, oh, they're all over the floor? 
Kyle done lost his mind. Kyle, get your five-year-old ass over here. Let's separate <laughs> these together. That's not a skill. That's called that's called life lessons that you're teaching your child. Pick up yeah, your toys whole, before you go outside. Right. <laughs> the whole interview was just like, y'all don't have home training. That's all I kept thinking. Because so, she legit said, she goes, I stepped on a Lego, and I got so tired of stepping on Legos. And I go, that, that once again, not a skill that's called being a parent. Like, fathers have stepped on Legos. Uncles. I'm an uncle. I've stepped on Legos. And I'm just like, what the hell? So I was just like, don't, okay. Don't be but, jealous that you didn't have the idea to start a TV show after it for rich people. <laughs> like, even, maybe a, I'm jealous of what? I was looking at Jake Sean like, pick up your damn Legos. And you could have made, you you made a show. There. You could have made a show. At least a TikTok uh, channel out of that. May we all I'll, have I'll so create an OnlyFans before I start an organizing show. May we all have so much money someday that we can bring these bitches into our house to right, organize right. my organize my K cups. <laughs> exactly. Like and yeah. Sunny and they're not, Sunny will be like, like, bitch, move my toys. Oh, the Sunny voice. I love it. Oh. <laughs> but it it goes back to what Alex said. Like they're not organized like they went to Chloe Kardashian's garage. For one, I don't believe Khloe Kardashian drives anywhere. So how messy is this goddamn garage? Sorry, language. But um, how messy is this garage? Secondly, they're not organizing anything crazy. At least the other organization show, it was like closets that had no organization. Like, you know what mm. I mean? Like, there's sweaters on the floor. There's shoes thrown everywhere. She's like, oh, you need to revamp your life. But right. like, just picking up, <laughs> what did you say? Made a parking spot for True's power <laughs> for wheels. True's, for True's fucking power wheels. Yeah, she's got like 10. And now she's got them in like a valet style parking spot. I was like, great, teach so, her early. So so, so you buy your daughter 10 power wheels, but you don't know how to organize them? Because you <laughs> purchased 10 of them? Like after the first two, you should be like, we need to designate a power wheel just, spot for her. Just watch it. Just watch it for no, a second. I like, Eric, no, you should you'd watch have made it. Me just, mad. No, <laughs> like just you'd for have a made second. Me just watch that episode just for that one segment, and you will literally be like, "Girl, no. <laughs> Alex, you were getting cut off as I told you. You need to go back to your normal form of hate watching. So I hopefully after you watch this, you immediately flipped on Fox News or watched some kind of Trump rally and and got your usual." <laughs> anger in i um, did actually so no i i that was what i had turned from i was watching some um the dumpster fire that is the political uh atmosphere at the moment and then i turned it off because i said i need to turn it off so you, went so from, I, you went from moral outrage to vapid outrage yes yeah so it wasn't eh, it wasn't the greatest and then i put on a really great documentary on hbo max about a sex cult that was fun it's sad, but it was fun. <laughs> um, I uh, I put my credit card into OnlyFans, you know, just for those those moments where you you might need to see a picture. <laughs> Good for you. Were you satisfied? Uh, I couldn't pull the trigger. I put my credit card in because there's a girl that followed me on Instagram, and I followed her back, and she seems real, and she promotes her OnlyFans. I'm like, all right. Look. So I went in there, and I saw that. Um, so you can see some pictures, but if you want to see the other ones, you got to like throw the five bucks. And I, I, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I, yeah. I, I wish I could turn down uh, chips and salsa so easily as that. But yeah, that's it. From now on, whenever I want to go in and get ch- chips and salsa with a lot of cheese, I got to charge myself five bucks. That'll stop me. Um, can we do serious stuff now? The Braylon situation. 
Oh, yeah. Floyd, you're pretty much up to speed on this thing? <clears throat> no, I don't watch TV. I do whatever Facebook posts. Um, I, I got the gist of it, but I probably right. won't say anything about it because... Mm-mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, mm-mm. Alex, you can fill in some of the holes as well because I was I was, I was, was not into it all weekend. Mm-hmm. I, I caught up with it on... on uh, on Monday or so, and they found, I believe it's been confirmed that they found his body. They did. In the pool uh, yesterday afternoon around around 3 o'clock at Hunter's Ridge, which is right around the corner from, from where I'm sitting here. Um, and the thing that has people all commenting is that TFD and TPD and others, um, and they were clear to say this, they had searched the pool several times leading mm-hmm. up to this. Right. And people had all kinds of questions, and and a lot of people got it right. And I, Alex, I think you maybe mentioned something like this. So he was dead or killed. And Alex, you can talk about the nine one one call. Mm-hmm. And then sometime in the last, I don't know, thirty six hours, his body was put back into the pool from wherever it had been since his death, which mm-hmm. all began on Friday when he supposedly fell out of a window in a diaper at twelve thirty in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So Alex, throw throw some stuff at us here. Uh- and before you start, I listened to that 911 call. Yeah. Mm. You did. I do it. Start I it. sure did. Alex, start us with there. Somebody, it was in the background and you can faintly hear, I killed him? Well, so I listened to the 911 call a couple times. Like, so much, Thomas and I both were home for that. And he's like, put it on the TV. So I streamed it to the TV and then I put it back on my phone. So I listened to it in like two different ways. I did not. I mean, I, where everyone felt like they heard her say, I killed him. I didn't hear that at all. Like I heard a complete, I heard her say something along the lines of, I can't believe this. And I listened again and again and again, and I did not hear, you know, I killed him. And I was like, I think that's a little bit of a stretch. Like, and I heard that, a lot. you know, obviously I know other people who felt like that was exactly what they heard, but I'm like, ah, you know, I don't, I don't think so. I think, I think that was a little bit of a stretch because I listened over and over again. Floyd, is that what you thought you heard? I heard it like the first few times, and then afterwards, I was like, I, "Why am I? Why? Why am I invested in this?" Like, uh, I, I had like a dose of reality. I said, um, "You should stop because uh, you probably hear it because everyone else says they heard it, uh, and then you're going to make a judgment, and this does not affect <laughs> your life. Me. You need to not do this." So yeah, um, I heard it the first couple of times, and I heard it again, and I was just like. Nope, get out, get out now. Yeah, like, Alex, I was just yeah. Like, I'm not going down this rabbit hole. Alex, was it some was it some kind of like audible trick, kind of like the dress a couple of years ago? Like if you listened yeah. hard enough, or with like what Floyd said, if somebody planted the seed that they heard it, you heard it. Yeah, I think that's more. I think it's more of a mental thing of like people thought that they heard it, so then you know the police had to go back to it, and then they released the tape. They yeah. released it, so. I think it, it's just there has absolutely been and rightfully so. I mean, this situation is incredibly sad. Like there has absolutely been like a mob type of um, following to this story and a, and a and everybody's coming to conclusions before anybody knows anything. Like yesterday um, when I, I was watching the Facebook live when um, they had, I guess, discovered that there was a body there. And so from the point of. There was just a Facebook Live going for, on a news on a news station, and then all of a sudden, police is telling everybody to get back. And then maybe five minutes later, there's all this plastic around the pool. Like it all went up really quick, and then all of a sudden, all the police like beeline to the woman's apartment, 
Meanwhile, there's a huge crowd like shouting to the point where like I could almost hear them where I was at because I'm also around the corner. And um, everybody like beelines to this woman's apartment like in mob style shouting, she killed him, she killed him. We don't know that. Like not to say that she, you know, not to say that she didn't. I mean, I obviously these are really suspicious conditions. Um, but, you know, for the most part, I've been pretty reserved. I'm like, you know, I know something had to have happened here, but it's just as well that it was possible that he died on accident, you know, at her negligence and at grandma's negligence. And they're terrified. You know, they were terrified. Cause it, and so while it's not a right, you know, accidents do happen. It's very possible that he wasn't, you know, brutally abused or pushed out of the window or you know, what, what I guess they're, whoever is trying to make it seem like it's a drowning, but I'm like, well, that's easily, in my opinion, <laughs> in my opinion, from all the law and order that I have watched, you can easily <laughs> like <laughs> clear that up because if he doesn't have any chlorine in his lungs, he didn't right. die from drowning in the pool, you know? And, it, <laughs> and autopsy for, and it sounds really horrible to say this for children are a lot easier than adults because yeah. they don't have, stuff in their system like we have pollution among other things in our system that we have to that corners have to like literally just strip away one at a time but like he's a three-year-old baby like he doesn't know anything except his environment and i would say and i said this to the uh, one of the girls at work the other day without me like being too invested and like we're talking about it she's like can you believe they found the baby in the pool blah 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 blah. i said well here's the thing being an autistic child, he has mm-hmm. a routine in an environment. Right. His autopsy report is going to come back really quick. If he wasn't in that water for a long, large amount and to- large amount of time, they're going to dispute that right away, and then that's when the yeah. domino effect of everything is going to happen. And it just—it's an awful situation. And it like, is. I saw some parents talk because I'm friends with a lot of parents from school on on social media, and like a lot of parents are just. None of them, and it's crazy because, like, the general public is literally crucifying this mother. Like, I, I don't they know anything are. about it. I... I haven't watched any interview with her. I know she did something on 24 or something. Yeah. But um, I didn't watch anything of it. So I'm going in here blind, but, like, it's crazy because most of the parents I'm with, friends with on Facebook are like, we can't jump to a conclusion. Raising an autistic child is unpredictable. Eric knows right. for a fact. Well, I was bring up uh, who's, one the, of the kids who, who's the runner. That I well, we're not saying his name because he's a child, but like there's a kid <laughs> when I used to work at the school, he would just jet out of nowhere, and one day he was missing for two hours. Yeah, like yeah. he honestly just jumped the fence, and like we could not find him. It wasn't like we were ignoring yeah. him. It wasn't like we our eyes weren't <clears throat> on him. Like he is a runner. He jumped the fence. And it was the most painstaking two hours, hour and a half, we'll cushion it like that, of our lives. Like, we just... And the school I work at is near train tracks, near a busy intersection, near a a, um, a business plaza. Like, there's there's retail shops there. So, like, you going through... He could be kidnapped. He could be hit by a train. He could be ran in traffic. He could have made it through traffic. And now he's in a whole other neighborhood. So, like, it's just one of yeah. those things that, like, I <clears throat> I want to think the best, but mm-hmm. we live in a society where public opinion is also <clears throat> perceived as facts for most of these people. So it, it, it sucks because, like, like I said, all, most of the parents are like, I refuse to vilify her. 
because I know what she's going through right now. That situation, and I remember you talking about it, um, that very much could have been this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know the police had interviewed the mother, <clears throat> didn't arrest her, and spoke to her like all day the other day. And I believe she was, she and the grandmother, I don't know if they were take or if they were arrested and cuffed or anything no, like that. They but they, they, they were <clears throat> they were taken away from the situation yesterday. Um, somebody else threw some information at me that provides a little bit of clarity, and um, you can put some plausible scenarios <clears throat> together that we've already. You guys have done a great job of illustrating and not jumping to any um, irrational or erratic conclusions. But I was told by somebody that, from all accounts, this mom was in. Full steam ahead, getting him ready for some kind of school or daycare, um, <clears throat> asking questions about anything that a mom would need to do to get this child taken care of for back to school times. And I know he was only like three and a half years old, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it would be either the construction of a brilliant and premeditated, uh, a brilliant, devious, premeditated alibi, <clears throat> or speak to the fact that. Um, or support the fact that this was likely a horrific accident because she did mm-hmm. deeply care for the child and, you know, had no expectation of anything like this happening. And then, <clears throat> like, Floyd, you spoke to it with that harrowing 90 minutes, two hours, or anybody that's been in any kind of situation like this where you're in the store and your kid vanishes. That immediate panic six sets in, <clears throat> and it's assuaged. Sorry, I have gargles in my throat. It's assuaged when... Coronavirus. <clears throat> no. Sorry. When, it's assuaged or uh, allayed when that kid pops his head around the corner or the aisle, and you're like, "Oh, thank God!" But um, this is you're you're panicked, and when you're panicked, um, you don't know what to do, and you make really, really bad decisions. Now that does not remove any culpability, um, and people are gonna if this is the way this played out because it it, it kind of goes back to the the old you know platitude or the line. It's not the cover. It's not the crime. It's the cover up. And if this is what happened and they did something with the body other than call the authorities immediately after the uh, after the death or the accident, you know, she and maybe the grandmother and whoever else helped out will have to will have to do some justice uh, for that mistake. But Uh it's not as bad as potentially murder and then um, and then covering it up. But. People are just going to, will be ruthless towards her, but as you guys have said, like, let's let's let this play out, and maybe it's not as bad as you're, th- as bad or as sinister and evil as you're thinking, and I even thought at a moment in time. I mean, I, mean, I just, and I, <clears throat> just to kind of finish my point, it was, it, yesterday, so she was not, um, they did not get taken out in cuffs, but the crowd, like, the crowd thought that they did, so the crowd's response was an overwhelming like roar and cheer and like people shouting murder. She jail is too, literally one man said jail is too good for you. He was shouting it at the top of his lungs when in fact the police were pulling her out of the home to likely take her to the coroner's office to identify her dead son. Yeah. So, you know, and it's again, obviously something fishy went on because his body had to have been placed there after the fact, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah. We, don't, we don't know for a fact obviously something fishy went on but considering the circumstances it's just as much likely that it was an accident and furthermore i mean my my first reaction was more empathetic this is a black mom she's young she's single she might not have you know all the money for all the resources in the world do you really think people were going to empathize with her like do we really think why would she 
why would she want to show her face? Like, why would she want to, you know, not to say she wasn't cooperating, but think about it. Is she is she really going to be given the benefit of the doubt? She wasn't from the very beginning. Alex, you know, I want to add another element to that, if I could. Can, considering all the racial tensions, yeah. rightly so, that we're dealing with, and you don't know what this woman's history has been. Mm-hmm. Um, I, maybe she's posted a thing about something about white privilege. Maybe she's been stopped uh, by police before simply because of the color of her skin or where mm-hmm. she lives. You don't know what mm-hmm. she was thinking. And mesh that with panic and and you've got something because maybe she didn't want to call the authorities because of past right. i'm just she I, was scared yeah she was scared she didn't want the the police officer to immediately think and this is unlikely to have happened but it is possible but i right. sure i'm sure she could have thought that oh my god they're gonna think i killed my kid so she panicked and did something right deeply regrettable worse yeah 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 and exactly. again, it's the cover up and she'll have to deal with that but again it goes back to how people of color think about the police and the authorities. Whereas, look, I, I know there are plenty of them and, and fire people and emergency services. They just want to help everybody out. They don't care the color of your skin. But we all know that there's enough out there that scare, that give people of color um, right. some some real justified fear. And the last thing this lady wanted to do was go, my little black boy is dead. I don't want to call the police. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was just, I mean, there's so many different uh, there, there's so many variations of ways that this could have gone. Obviously, something is fishy, obviously. And it's very possible that it was mom and grandma or a family member, you know, but we don't know the, the degrees of this situation. And I hate how it has, I hate what it has turned into. You're, uh, and I'll add another point to your smart one about saying they, they, maybe took her away to identify the body. They might have also taken her and the the grandmother away to protect them. Yeah. Because I always say, like, people, individuals can handle information or something. But this is why we don't yell bomb or fire in busy places because mobs have a terror. That's why it's mob mentality. I mean, that woman could have, I hate to use the L word, but that woman could have been lynched um, or... Who else was I was thinking about? I always I was wondering about the uh, who's the latest police officer to have shot somebody. I, I can't fucking keep track of these things. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you you uh, I don't remember the, the, <laughs> right? Right, and I I always wonder that it's very easy to find out where these people live. I remember Floyd. Uh, they posted Nick's information because he's now a public representative. He's a civil servant. His cool. address was posted. It's easy to find these people, and I've I've thought for a time that some people might take. Um, justice and vengeance in their own hands I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's one thing to to say you know things on the internet but it's pretty easy to find out where a police officer who does this and you're going to be vengeance something awful especially could have, in 2020 yeah with, with things are mm-hmm. tense right now so mm-hmm. they might have taken her away for her own protection as well but it's it's an awful story because there's a little boy that's no longer here um as if we needed anything else uh, bad happening in the world and anything else bad happening with a black family and where there's police involved. Yeah. Yeah. I All agree. Right, let's talk about more police in black neighborhoods. Ooh, fun. Floyd, I'm sorry I didn't get you this article. I got uh, thrown away this morning and this story kind of got overshadowed by by the Braylon story. Mm-hmm. The mayor and some other people, Alex, fill in the holes with 
with this for me, if you would, if I miss anything. The mayor and some other people would like to, they and everybody else are sick of the gun violence, the killings, the shootings that we've dealt with this year. Um, they want to clean up some trouble spot neighborhoods. And I go back to a couple of years ago when uh, an old neighbor of mine, uh, a TPD officer, was like, hey, help me out here. Um, how come you guys can't like quell these shootings in these neighborhoods? He's like... Neighborhood the streets don't talk. He's like, nobody wants to be a snitch. I'm like, okay, I get it. Now I can talk about that on the air as to why when people say the police aren't doing their jobs. No, they are, but the neighborhood doesn't want to talk. Um, so the mayor and others want to have it's a terrible, it's a terrible name. It's not a cool name at all. <laughs> Violence interrupters. And I Is think it, was it interrupters or interpreters? I think it's interrupters. Oh, okay. Violence interrupters. I think they are looking for like tent pole respectable individuals in these troubling neighbor in these trouble spot neighborhoods um like we've all seen this tropey older guy or older woman in in gang movies and stuff where it's the old guy and sometimes he gets shot for trying to stand up or he he's able to to quell the violence but it's those types of people who have the ability to jerk on the chain or pull the shirt pull on the shirt of of these younger people who cause trouble in the neighborhood and go look this shit's going to stop. And again, in movies, sometimes that old person gets killed. Other times it works out. But I think that they want those people to, maybe this is not the right verb to use, but they want, they are looking to those people to police or rein in some authority over the neighborhood. But it, it takes more than one of those people to do it. And I think it's a good idea because obviously the police and the city can't do anything about it for obvious reasons that we've already said. Floyd, do you want to start on this one or do you want me to go? No, I just I just think violence is going to happen. So it's, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, especially around these times where people are just stuck in their head and have nothing to do. I'm yeah. just, I saw the press conference a few weeks ago and I was just like, yep, I'm going to go watch DuckTales on Disney+. Plus. That's legit how I just look at it. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I, you know, I appreciate the effort. I feel like this is a... Um, this is just the same kind of response with a different hat, a different name. This is this isn't anything but like a peer, some sort of peer peer led program again. So it's like you're you are identifying somebody that is. It sounds like they're trying to identify some of those people that are known and respected in the community. So probably someone older, or someone who. Um, is from that community who is giving back in some way, whether they have a business or something of that nature. And they're trying to use the respect that that person has to try to um, address this issue directly with the individuals. Um, I, again, I appreciate the effort. I think that this is going to be an issue that has, that, well, crime in our city is a lot worse than it was last year. So it's up it's very likely going to go down because it ebbs and flows like it just does. And winter's coming. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Jon Snow. You're welcome. And <laughs> No, but it, really. I, it, no, when, it is. When it's, yeah. when it's colder, there are less apartment fires and, yeah. and crime and violence because it's too fucking cold to be out in the middle of the night doing dumb shit. I, I do. The, the first part of this is, and it wasn't said anywhere in like the article, and I read a couple of them, so I read like a bit, I read, a few of the responses to this story. And I really am getting the sense like that this is directed towards black people. Like not to say that a thousand percent <laughs> because you're, you're pointing out the fact that in within our culture, 
we do tend to respect our elders. Like we do tend to like hold wisdom, you know, with those older individuals that have lived longer, your older uncles or, you know, your, your, your aunties, aunties, right. Alex, I want to interrupt for an, for an example, for one second. Mm -hmm. Have you guys seen the Luke Cage show? No, I haven't. (sighs) I know. A little bit of it. So quick example. And I think I can paint the picture in some detail. Uh, Pop's barber shop. Oh yeah. Pop's Pop is is an old barber who's a reformed gangbanger, but now he runs a barber shop. And I forget who the actor is. We all know the face. He's been in a million different things. He looks like the actor that played Carl Winslow in The Guy in Die Hard. He looks like that, but I can't remember who it is. Um, all the gangbangers go to get their hair and their beards and yeah. everything like that taken care of there. And Pop Pop's has two rules: no cursing, and this is a safe place. And yeah. Pops is the dude who said, you ain't doing that shit no more. There, I mean, there's just the, the same kind of concept was in bar, like barbershop back back in the day with Ice Cube and, you know, um, oh, God, was Cedric the Entertainer. And Cedric, it was yeah. like there was all this crime in the community and the, like the two gangs were both in there getting their hair cut and they were getting ready to go at it. And it was like that's when that community discussion happened. That's great on TV, but great for TV but not necessarily how things go within our own community. I do appreciate the effort. And I think that it is like, it's, we need to do something, you know, and there isn't any right answer. And this is possible. This is probably a, a challenge that has to have multiple solutions coming to the table. Like there has to be multiple efforts being made. I will say, um, not a fan of the term, you know, violence interrupter or interpreter, but semantics. And then um, the one thing that they said was, we really want the community to hold themselves accountable. And they're like, and help each other, hold each other accountable. And I said, well, a lot, let's not, you know what I mean? And I I didn't want, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be that person. Like a lot of the challenges that happen in our community, a lot of our, our emotional responses are related to things that were placed on us related to challenges that we faced that that were out of our control right that were in the city's control systemic or that were issues in, correct systemic issues completely and you know the thought that i had was and it was chief crawl was part of this conversation as well so the mayor and the police chief i understand and it, the term accountability really got me because i said all right let me let me just do some digging and let's see you know while you want us to hold you know, ourselves accountable. I don't believe I've seen any conversation about community policing since it was popular to talk about in June. What are, can you explain, what happened with that advisory board? Can we get some results on how that has helped? Like, I'm like, come on, you guys, you know what I mean? Good, good on you for starting this and and good on you for um, wanting to, to address this issue because it Obviously, I don't know one person that hasn't been like, hey, like shit's going haywire in Toledo. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's a shooting once a week and it's involving children and it's involving, you know, you know, all this stuff. Like, I don't know one person that hasn't acknowledged that. So that we do need to address it and we do need to come to the table with solutions. Um, But just holding the accountability and I'm not saying they're solely holding the accountability on the community, but the, I mean, they, they purposely use that term and that verbiage in 
we want to, we want you to hold yourselves accountable. So we're going to bring, we're going to hire people, you know, that are from this neighborhood that you respect, that you know, to try to help the issue. I'm just like, eh, you know, I don't, okay guys. Alex, <laughs> I, I pulled up the article and it's from, mm-hmm. uh, it's one on NBC24.com and you're right. You checked all the boxes, um, but, 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 but from chief crawl, I understand and the vast majority of TPD understands that this just is not a law enforcement issue. This is a community fix from the mayor's chief of staff, Katie Crosby. Our goal is really about how do we change community norms and how do we get the community to participate in mutual accountability for public safety so we can change the tra- trajectory of violence. So you checked all the buzzwords that were in there. And, and it is violence interrupters. Um, two things to, to throw out. Uh, obviously... People are bored. Uh, mm-hmm. th- there is a lot of pain in many ways because of the pandemic. So this is not unexpected. Crime is up across the country mm-hmm. in the last year all over the place. But people are bored. People are struggling in a variety of ways. So this was inevitable. Um, so I can understand this. Maybe we should get the ice cream tra- tr- truck back out into the streets. I, you know, I, putting putting more money into community programs that have previously lost funding, like, you know, find that this is that that we want to do those things, you know, that we want to do this as well. But when I say it's a multi-solution challenge, like there is not one thing that is going to stop this. It needs to happen at coming from all angles. Like it's, it's just, you know, it's too overarching and Floyd, you're right. Like it's also not going to stop, you know, it's going to have its ebbs and flows, but like, where can we put a dent in it to where, things aren't as violent and take into consideration. You're right, Eric, like we are in a pandemic and we saw this coming. We saw this coming in April, you know, and the the tail end of March. My ice cream truck joke joke didn't work. Why? I love the ice cream truck. They haven't had it, had it out all year because of the pandemic. Oh, I didn't didn't know that. That, that was Floyd remembers when we had chief crawl in in here, like the ice cream truck. And he talked about community policing and people were like, An ice cream sandwich isn't going to solve crime. No, but it gives you it gives you FaceTime with a, an officer who might be a different color skin than you and go, okay, this dude's actually kind of cool. Um, right. and, it, and it starts, kids love ice cream. If you're a kid and you realize the, the police officers are here to actually protect and help me in my community, you might not grow up and turn into some kind of gangbanger or uh, violence person who needs interrupting. Um. Uh, another thing with this, is this possible? And, and this is why I wanted you guys to talk about this, that that pops can't fix this problem as much as the movies and Luke Cage would say that they could. Could could someone like that say, hey, and I don't know how they would say this, so I'm sorry for how I deliver this. Hey, you don't want the white police in this neighborhood? Stop doing this shit. Yeah, or, you know, consider doing, consider redirecting your efforts into something that helps a neighborhood. I mean, yes, and yeah, and no, because I feel like it's already happening. It's been happening for years, and it, it and yet there's still crime, you know, and there's right. still there's still these things um, happening. I mean, so many of these. Oh, sorry, go. Go no, go ahead, please. I say so many of these neighborhoods have like their own little like block parties. They have their mm-hmm. own little um, family get-togethers. Like, there's always that one house that has like the whole neighborhood. Like, it's as positive as a neighborhood can be, it's still going to be negative. And that's why, like, when they do these press conferences, I'm just like, just say which neighborhood you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make it a general thing. We all we all know you probably talking about LaGrange Sticky area. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, don't... But, like, I, I, get, I get why they say it, because I know crime isn't just subjective to one area. But I'm just like, it's, it's no difference than, like, Mr. Mr. Johnson walking down the street 
in the daylight and then he goes home at night. Like it's what do you want these old people to do? To be peeking out their blinds all night long? Like that well, like that's what I hear. Like when I hear this stuff, I'm just like it I, I just I I'm with Alex. It's not gonna go anywhere. And it would and be nice. Things but will it's not. things will hopefully settle down as the cold okay. weather gets here and the pandemic goes away, but Floyd, I, I, you say you call them street youth, and do you remember the story that we did? What, what in March? I in, mm-hmm. in in March when things began to settle down, and we came in here Monday morning, and there was a story of a bunch of kids. I think it was some Lagrange thing. Yeah, there was like thirty five people at it, two thirty in the morning, like the day when things began to get a little, little lax. Yeah. Right, street youth, yeah. and, and street youth is not is colorblind. Street youth can be anyone. Um, so everyone knows. Good stuff, and thank you guys. I was really excited to talk about that today. Obviously, it's been overshadowed with all the Braylon stuff and anything else going on. The red sky out in, in California, which yep. is apocalyptic to see, but I thought it was important because you guys can provide the right kind of context for that. Well, um, and can, the, what, if I could put a button on it, Toledo, it, the, it has potential. It really does. I hope I see some success with it because Toledo has come up with some really, like, I want to say we have come up with some really cutting edge kind of responses to challenges that our community is facing to the point where we lead the state in that response. DART, the wellness center, you know, <laughs> don't mean to toot my own horn, um, but there's programs that are happening in Toledo that have been brought forward in Toledo that are really leading the way in how we respond to things like that. So we have the potential. And I, you know, I hope to see good things from it. I get it. Systemic things aren't going to change overnight, especially when they've been decades and some things centuries. But I think we're all a little frustrated with how things have moved in in counties, states, regions over the country. And I didn't expect after all the George Floyd protests, which are still going on for for city councils and stuff to get in there and go, we're changing this right now. Because unfortunately, this change moves at, at, at an old glacier's pace not the ones that are melting now but hopefully there's change and you're right yeah. we do some good things here um let's wrap up on a fun thing can we do a fun okay. thing? um we've gotten away from some of our fun little games uh on podcast stuff so we'll do we'll do the rated game um overrated underrated properly rated floyd you're first up cookie dough Ugh. Um, pro- uh, overrated alex overrated Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> if we're getting rid of the Kardashians this year and likely these as well, and some of the memes that I've seen are fucking amazing about them. Floyd, overrated, underrated, properly rated, gender reveals, uh, elaborate gender reveals. Overrated. Gender reveals, period. No, no, I give a damn what kind of baby you having. Like, tell your grandma, your brother, sister, and its siblings. Alex? You all have to promise that when I get knocked up, you're not going to talk shit about me because I'm going to do a gender reveal, which I will, but it will just be a cake or something. They are overrated, however. <laughs> the, <laughs> I do acknowledge that. The memes I'm seeing are are amazing after the unfortunate incidents over the weekend. One was, um, it was like a CNN looking website and it says, aftershocks from gender reveal continue to shake community. Yeah. Um, Floyd Vinny sent me one this morning of it's uh, it's Star Trek The Next Generation with Captain Picard and Riker on the bridge and the, the ship has clearly been attacked and they're like we've got a level 7 uh, gender reveal on, on deck 7 through 12 <laughs> right um, what's next Floyd it starts tonight the NFL eh, overrated 
Alexandria? Properly rated. Okay. Couple of uh, black quarterbacks go uh, face-to-face tonight. The season opens. The Chiefs and uh, the Houston Texans play tonight. So. Oh, I there's love your, the Chiefs. There's your NFL stuff. You do because of what? Travis Kelsey? Yeah, I'm biased. Okay. Next up, Floyd, uh, fog. There's been a lot of it this morning. Fog. Properly rated. Alex? Underrated. How come? I find fog to be fascinating and creepy. It gives me a, like, my morning drive when there's fog is very, like, I'm like, ooh, this is interesting. I don't know what's going to pop out in front of me. I guess it's dangerous. There's a variation of danger. Sorry to people who have gotten <laughs> into accidents or have hurt, had serious injuries because of fog. I personally find it fast. I'm one of those people where I'm like, I need a good thunderstorm. Like, I don't want anybody to die, but I need some interesting shit to happen. So I think the same thing with fog. Whenever there's fog, I think back to one of the few really important things I learned in driver's ed, and it turns me into angry old man yelling at clouds when I see it. Uh, don't turn your high beams on with the fog. In fact, that's the exact it's wrong. Worse. It's the wrong because mm-hmm. it, it, it reflects back off the yep. fog. Okay. Yeah, 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 it does. All right, yeah. next up. Floyd, the word pungent. Oh, I like pungent. It's underrated. Alex? I use that word a lot, too. Underrated. And Alex, we can just wrap. I just want you to do this one because I, I think I know Floyd's God. answer. Now that you're now that you're there, overrated, underrated, properly rated, Twitter. Overrated. Really? <laughs> I like. I don't even know. Maybe because I don't know how to use it properly. I don't really know. I'm just like, what do I do? Do I go follow people or like? <laughs> it's annoying. It's overrated. What but I'm do with I you. do? <laughs> <laughs> I still don't understand Twitter to this day. But it's the place I go where I want to talk shit about people who don't follow me on Facebook. That's my, listen, same, but I'm talking shit about people in sunny voice. So like all the topics are like, literally, I, I wanted to do something the other day and I was going to share that all those boats sank at the Trump parade. And I'm like, did the lifeboats have flags on them too or no? <laughs> like, Horrible. Like, <laughs> all boats matter. Remember that. All boats matter. That, that was, I have like. It's like somebody knew those boats were going to sink and they just posted that meme when, when they, <laughs> they, they they began to sink. But it's so funny because they did it to them. Literally, they, the water conditions were what they were was because there were so many boats on that lake going in the same direction. So it's not like the conditions were because of the weather, high winds or something. It was literally because of what they chose to do. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Speaking of... That awful man. It was uh, it was Mike Urbanski's 62nd birthday yesterday. Who? Mike Urbanski. Definitely his dad. Is that what you? Is that who you think of when you think of our cheese doodle president? You think of the Urbanskis? I just think I never thought highly of Bethany to begin with because she hates me. <laughs> but oh my God. now that you know, don't uh, listen, Bethany. Don't now listen. that I know about like ever since she told us about her dad and her brother, yeah, I just I just kind of recoil and. Uh, her, so remember? Do you guys remember last year? Her brother won second best dressed guy in Toledo because they kind of fixed the voting. Yeah, yeah. So that's not happening this year. I'm not going to let that happen. And he, uh, Tyler, was excited about the station giving away one of these gaming machines. I'm like, he is absolutely fucking not winning anything from so us. So who are we going to vote for for a best dressed man? One of the um, what's the what's Justin's last name? The du- Justin I met at your house. Camuso. Yeah. He's not best. He's he's well dressed, but not best dressed. What about his husband? 
Lucas, Lucas might be in there. Yeah. Um, last thing, like some, uh, some, some housekeeping stuff. Floyd, what's, uh, what, what's your work schedule for the, in the coming days so we can figure out what's, what's the best way to do this? I work every day until six o'clock. That includes tomorrow? Yes. No. Well, no, I work tomorrow, but I have shit. Because uh, I've got the studio is like all mine, like all afternoon long. But you have stuff going on then. Oh, I have to work tomorrow till six. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Um, unless something comes up, and I don't anticipate that it will. Let me make sure that this is still doable. But uh, Floyd, you want to do this again tomorrow at seven? Sure. If you okay, we'll give it some thought. Uh, <laughs> sure, I, I'll be here. Okay. Um. What uh, are you working next week as well? Same hours? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you the only one left there? Pretty much. Poor wow. Erica. <laughs> All right. Well, wow. we'll uh, we'll play it day by day, and uh, and go from there. Um, yeah. Miss Alex, have a good yeah. rest of your day. I guess I'll probably talk to you in some way, and I got to go over seeing. I got to go see Mike and maybe the other Alex, um, goats. To shoot this thing for Creatio and whoever else. This PSA. Is Alex Ghost with Creatio? He works for Will, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that's who that was. Yeah. Are yeah, you yeah. going to the Baker building? Wherever Creatio is, I have it in my phone. The Baker's building, so, yeah. Yeah. It's... So I'll do that Okie dokie. Have fun. Okay. All right, Floyd, can you wrap us up? I've done a poor job doing it the last couple of days. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.